I'm Matthew Throne from netsblog.com and SOY.tv. It is Thursday, July 25th, and by all accounts, the Mets are expected to hire a new GM after the season, or at least make you know some kind of permanent changes to the front office structure, uh, which has been pretty confusing since Sandy Alderson took a leave of absence last month uh, due to health concerns. So, you know, in his absence, he's got his top assistant John Rico and his top advisors Omar Minaya and JP Ricciardi operating as sort of this three-headed GM machine. And they've been pretty open about what the structure is like and who's working on what. Um, You know, I'm sure the trio will be interviewed to be Alderson's replacement. I'm sure they'll all get interviews. Um, You know, but I I know of these guys obviously working, uh, covering the team and and working with the team at times, um, you know, over the years. But I, I wanted to hear sort of what the rest of the league thought of them. So I, you know, during the last week or so with all the trade rumor kind of conversations being had, I was sure to ask, you know, hey, what do you think of John Rico? What do you think of Omar? What do you think of JP? Um, and basically, this is what I got. Um, according to people that have worked with or done business with him, Rico uh, is described, you know, he seems highly respected for his attention to detail. Uh, he's really good working up contracts and he knows the rule book and the way things operate in baseball, like inside and out. Um, and he's pretty popular, I got to say. I mean, a lot of people in other front offices that I've talked to, you know, think he's awesome and they rave about him and say he's a really nice dude and super smart. Um, but they don't, you know, their concern is that he's never really been involved in talent evaluation or leadership. And I think as far as GMs go, that that's the sort of consensus concern. Um, you know, but he's described as thoughtful and astute and pragmatic and sort of an outstanding administrator, which is kind of what that GM job has become these days. Because in, in most of these successful markets, they have a oversight kind of president of baseball operations who does more strategy uh, and lays out the roadmap. And it's the GM and his staff that sort of execute that plan. Um, and so in that case, Rico might be a good fit. Richardi, uh, also very respected uh, for his, bil- his ability to evaluate talent uh, using his eyes, but also using statistical analysis, which is something, you know, we, we, we are presented as fans as though it's one or the other. But the fact is, it's both. And the people that can do both really well are valued. And so Richardi is really known for being able to do that. He was part of the Billy Bean uh, Oakland A's, Sandy Alderson obviously valued his statistical and evidence-based analysis, but he also has those scouting eyes and understands what he's looking at and how to morph those two things together. So I think that's probably his strength. Um, you know, he has a lot of experiences and, in, in, you know, conversations. And, you know, the way he's described to me is that he's a very good consigliere. <laughs> you know, if, you're, uh, if you watch mafia movies or those sort of things, you know, the consigliere is like the top consultant. Um, the guy that's there with you listening and kind of weighs in with his recommendation that's very well-researched and smart and taking into account a lot of things. And so it feels like that's the role for JP, Um, but we'll see. Omar, obviously we all know Omar uh, (laughs) from his time with the Mets, you know, but in my opinion, he lost his job because he just had a hard time uh, with the contracts and, and overpaying in trades and for older free agents, basically. Um, you know, that said, to a person across baseball, people respect his uh, ability to identify comeback players, you know, undervalued players that are on the verge of, of, of kind of getting back to their skills. And he's great with international talent. Uh, and that's pretty much why I think he was brought back to the Mets this past year, actually, was to help sort of reinvigorate and get going their international uh, talent, uh, you know, system. So, 
you know, I think those are the Minaya's things. But I think the greatest skill he has, quite honestly, is his ability to connect with and inspire Fred Wilpon. Um, I had a, a former colleague of Manaya say to me, it was a perfect quote, he said he, was, he has a magical way with Fred. Um, Fred has always trusted Omar, who looks at him like a son. Uh, it really broke Fred's heart when they had no choice but to fire Omar a few years ago. I mean, I think, he, I think when it comes down to it, I think Fred really trusts Omar implicitly. And that's important. Uh, it's why I continue to believe Manaya probably would be a perfect fit to be the franchise, you know, like I mentioned before, that president of baseball ops. A director of strategy and Rico probably would be a pretty good GM for him. The two have worked together uh, a lot of seasons. Um, you know, John is really good with information gathering and organizing and operator type person, like I said. And Omar listens to everybody, he takes in everybody's opinion, uh, whether it's you know his staff or the bagel maker at the bakery. Like, Omar listens, he wants to hear what people think. Um, and so if, if John and JP and, you know, they can bring him recommendations, I think Omar can set a good path. And I think John uh, can make it happen. Now, look, it can be argued that the Mets need new blood and new ideas to get the franchise in a different direction, different results. Uh, but the other argument is to go with people like Manaya and Rico, who know the market. You know, they've worked six seasons together and they have a good relationship with ownership. Now, personally, I'm not sold on either way. I don't know what the right, wrong way to go. That's I think something we all should be observing through the rest of the year. But, um, you know, in the way this current group handles the rest of the season, specifically uh, this, you know, next week's July 31st non-waiver trade deadline, uh, I think it's going to play a big part in what their role is uh, in Queens next year. 